Good morning, good morning. I can't get used to this beautiful, sexy music, but it's uh, slowly but surely. We have to figure out a new kind of music, eh? Trying to get in with the beat. Good morning, everyone. In, in advance, in case I forget at the end, happy weekend. Uh, this weekend, I want everyone on the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds, to be working on clarifying what their roles are in their lives and what their goals for each one of those roles. Kind of comes hard out of my mouth. Roles and goals. Roles and goals. Identifying my roles and my goals for each one of my roles. Hmm. Interesting. So I was sharing with the pre-podcast this morning <laughs> with Sabrina. I don't know what happened to Jean-Philippe. Maybe he slept in. I hope everything's okay. Anyways, uh, uh, this morning we were discussing together and I said, I kind of understand after reading this chapter why in the eyes of a lot of people, as I grew in my business and in my relationship with Mohammed, so I'm Maria Mariano, 38 years in multi-level marketing, 34 years married, three children, 25, 27, 29. I have a beautiful family, my sister, my brother, my father, my sister-in-laws. I got two of them here. And I have one brother-in-law. And I look at my life, I look at my relationship, and I had an aha moment in preparing the chapter here this morning. And I explained to you why. A long, long, long time ago, I was asked, Maria, what are your priorities? So I don't know if that would identify Marie-Pierre. When I was asked that question many, 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 many moons ago, because after, you know, when you're 58, we start talking about moons, right? Not years. Many, many moons ago, if, if that would equate to roles and goals, and I think so, in another term, probably yes. And I was asked, Maria, what are your priorities in your life? And I remember thinking about it and not having an answer. I, I was a little bit like a deer in, in headlights. Like, what are my priorities? Uh, uh, uh. And I was kind of jammed at the question. But I went home with that question, and I thought about it long and hard. I said to myself, Maria, what are your priorities? Maria, what are your priorities? Maria, what are your priorities? Well, the first one that I wrote down out of five, and it took a while before I got to priority number two, priority number three, and et cetera. I wrote down my first priority is my faith because I, I was raised with faith. And you you kind of go far from it when you you reach young young adult life where the parents don't have any more a say of whether you go to church or not. Anybody follow me with that? Okay. And I realized that when, when, I, when I went astray, I kind of felt an, a certain emptiness or a certain lack of direction. So when that question was asked, I, I wrote down, not going to church, but my faith in the sense of being grateful all day long, taking that moment to say, Thank you for another day of life. Thank you for this food. Anybody follow me? Those that I'm seeing on Zoom, you understand what I'm trying to say? Just, just basic gratitude. That was one of the first things I wrote down. And then as we progressed and as I followed more personal development classes, thanks to my multi-level marketing, I always say mar multi-level marketing businesses are extraordinary for a personal development program with a paycheck. 
Okay. I went and follow also classes. Like I, I went to a conference with Stephen Covey back in the days. And I went to conferences with Anthony Robbins. Like, you know, your mind gets blown away. But as I progressed, my second priority I wrote down after a couple of years was me. And I know it seems egotistical, but it isn't. And I'll tell you when I wrote that down, my second priority became clear in my head or roles and goals, right? Which, which is the subject of today was when my mom passed away at age 51. That was in 1995. I'm born in 81. I, I, I was young and I said, whoa, 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 whoa. She passed away never having enjoyed once the fruit of her labor. And she worked, she worked, she worked. So when I looked at this and I looked at her funerals, over 2,000 signatures in the, in the, in the funeral, funeral register, I said, well, wait a second. No, I'm going to take care of me. So different from my mother, what I did do to take care of me, besides making sure I sleep every afternoon, I nap. I just, by the way, I'm Italian. You can imagine my character when I get pissed off, right? Sorry, guys. I mean, I have a hell of a character. But when I discovered napping, oh, Victoria, I became such a lovely woman, okay? Because when I, I'm tired, oh, my God, my horns come out of my head. Like, you do not want to see me tired. I'm Italian. What do you want? I'm explosive, right? Okay. What else did I do to put me in priority? Well, you know what? I hired a housekeeper. The house cleaning lady days were over. What's the difference between the two? And I thank Melanie Miller for explaining this to me one day. A house cleaner comes in once a week. She does, she does the bathrooms. She passes the vacuum cleaner and she washes the floor. But I still have laundry to do. I still have laundry to fold. Everybody follow me? A housekeeper comes in every day and keeps my house tidy like a hotel room when you get the key for the very first time. Now, those that I see on Zoom, seriously, who would love to have a housekeeper? Huh? Thank you, ladies. Where you come home and it looks like a fresh, brand new, five diamond star hotel room. Like seriously, the towels always folded to perfection. Your husband brushes his teeth. All his toothpaste saliva is in the mirrors, but it doesn't bother you because the housekeeper is going to make sure that at night when I brush my teeth, there's no splatter on the, on the mirror. Like who would love that? So I paid myself that because I put myself in priority and I could go on and on and on. Okay. Now, what, what else changed? What else changed? With my husband, it was two years we were married. And I was about to throw him out the window by closing the window first, right? By the way, you have to imagine that it was the same on his side because I was no God's gift to man either, right, with my character. But obviously, if that was happening, I wasn't going to live up to my mission. Remember, guys, my mission to have a marriage that we would write a book, how to love each other for our differences and not have war. Remember that? Okay, so now became Mohammed. Then the children arrived. So gradually, I established these priorities, or if we're going to dive into the subject, just so I could put a little bit the table for everybody. Did you hear the dogs are in the house? Can you hear them? Oh, gosh. Okay. I got a bone. I got to throw at them. Anyways. Okay. Sorry, guys. 
Yes, we have two dogs here. They're my daughter's dogs, but all day long, they're my dogs. So when I got into the chapter with Stephen Covey, so we're in the book with Stephen Covey, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. We're in habit number two, which says, begin with the end in mind. And one of the beginnings with the end of mind starts with imagination. Definitely imagining the end is the end in mind. Anyways, we're in the segment now identifying roles and goals. So don't tell me, this is what he says, don't tell me your priorities, show me your calendar. So if you're leaning in with me, write this down. Don't tell me your priorities, show me your calendar. It will tell me your priorities. Okay, who loves that one? Like, I loved, loved, loved this sentence. So I was sharing with them, when we do the pre-podcast, I was sharing with Sabrina, when you look at my agenda, it clearly reflects my roles and my goals based on my priorities, right? So I'll give you an example. You're going to look at my agenda between three and six. It, it, it's crossed off. Hey, 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 guys, guys, guys. Let, let me throw them a bone. Give me, give me a second here as you write down notes. I'm going to throw them something here. Okay, there we go. I love these kids but they don't understand I'm on a podcast. Don't you love this? It's called Family Style as Rosie Gets Podcast. It's life, right? It's life. Okay. So you look at this three, three to six, it's, it's crossed off. Then what else do you see? You see that every Saturday night and every Sunday, it's crossed off. It's family time. Now, even if you see less time with my family, it doesn't put them in second place. I mean, there's nothing more I can do with my family once they're age 25, 27, and 29. Let's get real here, right? Okay. Then what about time with me and Mohammed? Well, right now we're in a construction project, but we work together. So as Mohammed would say, it's not 34 years we're married. It's 68 years. And people <clears throat> look at him and say, why? He goes, heck, I work with her. Okay. And he's so right. He's so right. Because most people don't work together. Uh, and, and even with COVID, I always make it a point to go see my dad. So every week you'll see in my agenda, a two hours with my dad. You'll see a two hours with my sister. I'll always fit it in no matter how busy my agenda is. So when I open up my agenda, clearly my priorities my roles for each one of those priorities and my goals for which one of those priorities is set. This is what Marie-Pierre is going to ask you to do this weekend. So what we aspire to extract from life can often be simplified into roles and goals. Okay. I hope you're writing it down because it's fun if you're in a leadership position to bring that back to the team. Writing our roles and goals crystallizes and clarifies my thoughts. It's called, it's called motor, imagine, in, in, in motor imagination or imaginary, whatever they call it, okay? This is why I love observing Adamo, my nephew, who has autism. I really believe children with autism have a superpower that is not understood by us ordinary people. Because when I watch Adamo, I said to myself every time, this kid has a superpower, when he crystallizes something in his head, he does it over and over and over and over. I go, if every human being could tap in that superpower of repetition and crystallizing a thought and never it leaving your brain, can you imagine owing that's own, owning a part of that superpower of autism? 
Anybody follow me here? If you have autism kids or nephews, you understand me, right? Like it's such an amazing superpower. So by capturing your right brain images and feelings in the words of a written mission statement, Okay, this is when you want, what you want to do. You want to capture it in a written mission statement. Helps you integrate body and mind in your true roles and goals. You will never feel guilty. You will never doubt yourself. So every time my husband would play the card, okay, I don't know if your husbands have ever done this. Again, you're leaving and you're abandoning the kids. It's funny, him, him, he leaves, he's a truck driver or whatever, he's never home. Him, he never abandons them. No, no, it's his job. Are you kidding me? Okay, so ladies, this is specifically for my ladies. When your roles and your goals and your priorities are clear, you will never feel guilty. Any words that come out of people's mouths will roll on your back like water on a duck's back or something like that. Anyways, it's an expression. I always get them messed up. It doesn't matter. You you guys on Zoom, you're, you're understanding me? Tell me yes. Okay? I, it doesn't bother me. My father, oh, you always think of where... I love my father to death, by the way. But you understand, if I wasn't absolutely clear and having identified my priorities with my roles and goals, how that could affect me? Who's been affected with words of other people? Come on, guys. Okay, seriously. So this segment today of Stephen Covey is so, so important that you understand that once you are definite in your, in your priorities, in your roles and goals, you don't move. You're a lighthouse and nobody can create doubt in you. And I, I love watching kids like Anna, 18 years old, listen to a podcast like podcast like this. Melanie Miller, wouldn't you have loved to hear these words at 18? Okay, you, you're so privileged, Anna, you don't even know it, okay, to hear these empowering statements like young in your age. Anyways, knowing your roles and goals will help you now keep focused. Never as I'm preparing something, I have, oh, you got, come on, ladies, you felt this before, this, this like emptiness right between our breasts here, like you feel like you want to vomit or something as you're doing a task because you're thinking of everything you're feeling guilty about. Well, those days are over. So please take this chapter seriously. You will live a life from a principle-centered paradigm. Never, ever again, you'll feel nauseous. You'll feel stressed. You'll feel, um, you'll, you'll feel as if you're not fulfilling other people's expectations of you. I'm going to be a preacher, I think. Maybe, I don't know. Like, I'm so passionate about this subject. Like, you have no idea, you know, like women in emancipation and all of that. Oh, okay, so I want you to understand one of the major problems when people work to become more effective, they lose the sense of proportion, the balance necessary for effective living. Okay, so we all know that. I just basically said the same thing in Stephen Covey's words. So I don't want to neglect my personal health. I don't want to neg neglect my precious relationships, with, you know, beginning with my children, my husband, my family. I don't want to neglect my personal growth. Like I want it all. I want it all. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I'll leave the singing to Melanie Miller. 
So I need you to break down your mission statement to very specific roles today. We'll bring our astronaut, Marie-Pierre Tetrault. As soon as it comes to technicality, I'm a great philosopher, but when it comes to technicality and the one, two, three steps, that's Marie-Pierre's job, okay? So Marie-Pierre, take it away, um, introduce yourself, and please ask everybody to share. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. Yes, and just before that, I love the comments of Melanie Miller. She's <laughs> she right. What do you mean is going to be a preacher? You are a preacher. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so yes, I'm Mafia. <laughs> I'm 30 years old. I've been in MLM for seven years now. But before that, I did my master in biology. So that's why Maria always say I'm an astronaut. <laughs> so just before we dive in the subject, make sure to share the podcast. If you are on Podbean, we are doing the draw today, Maria. It's today we are doing the draw for the conditioning program. So everyone that gets heart on Podbean, you are in the draw today. So make sure to share and comment on Podbean. And if you are on Facebook, make sure to share too, because we have this big vision of building a thousand millionaire and it will be with your help and because we will build that community we always grow that community that level up and it will be because of you because you always share so thank you for sharing every day so <laughs> i think i froze on zoom i don't know if you can still hear me yes okay perfect <laughs> i have a weird face but it's okay you can hear it <laughs> okay <laughs> I've been better looking another day. Okay, so we go in the subject. <laughs> okay, of roles and goals. So first, we want to identify our roles in life. So go in the comment, if you are on Facebook, on Podbean, if you are on the Zoom, go in the comments and write what is your role in life. Just the one that feels right for you. So maybe you will... And define one of your role in your family, maybe as a family member, or maybe you will choose to divide it into roles such as a partner and a parent. For your profession or your work, uh, life may contain several roles. So it's up to you to define your roles in a way that works for you. So go. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's worse now. Okay. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so go in the chat, go in the comments and write what is your role in life. So I want to read a few. Maria, if you, for you, if you have seven or less, because that's the number, the maximum number they gave, it's really, we want to have maximum of seven roles on our list. So what is your maximum seven roles? That you would do for you. My role number one is uh, I'm going to try to put in a sentence. What God gave me is His gift to me. What I'm going to do with it is my gift back to Him. So that would be my role number one. Make sure I'm an extraordinary instrument to serve His purpose. I, I know for those that are more non-believers, they say, "Oh my God! Oh my God! You know, it's mine." So tough. Okay. Number two, number two for me is me. I have a, a, a profound role 
to play with me to be an example of woman emancipation. Yes, we can have it all. Yes, we can have it all. Number three, my number three role is uh, my role as a wife. Showing people through example how to love and respect each other as a couple so we can grow into a very profound relationship. And when I look at you, Melanie Miller, you depict, actually you're the epitome of that, you and Alan, with all the ups and downs and the bumps in the road. So that would be number three. My fourth role is as a mother. And uh, like, I've never aspired to hold my babies in my arms and all that blah, blah, blah thing. No, I am not maternal at all. You can judge me all you want, but I assume myself and I love me as being the best mom ever where I want to, uh, I want to have children that contribute to the life. So that's my role number, number four. And my Fifth role is my work, my opportunity, making sure that I'm giving back. So it's my community. Like some people will give time to church. Some people will give time to uh, the sheltered home. Uh, my time is given to my Tupperware community. I use this platform as the bigger community. And I can't wait to go worldwide. So my influence, Melanie, now it's going to be a preacher. My influence is going to be across the world. So it's five for me. Okay, perfect. Thank you. And we have Melanie, she writes mother, wife, leader, and she writes responsible member of community. So that's really good. Anna, a daughter, godmother, and university student. I love it. Okay, so for each role, yes, maybe you have more than seven when you just go and write because maybe in your work you have a few roles, maybe you are a president of something, vice president of something, and you have so much roles <laughs> in your work. So now you will combine to make sure that you have no more than seven roles. So combine some function to get down to seven or less. And now next to each role, you will write a description of what optimal performance is in that role would look like for you. So what is the optimal performance in that role for you? So if you go on the comments, just write a few just to give example. So for example, if one of your roles is to be a volunteer, maybe your optimal performance will be to spend two hours at that place each week, or maybe it will be each month. So just write what is the description of your optimal performance in that role, just to give an idea. For you, Maria, if you give an idea of a mother, what is your optimal performance in that role? Making sure that Saturday night suppers and Sunday morning breakfast right now would be optimal performance for me in that role because it's time where I'm sitting, home-cooked meal, tea, uh, tea, I-M-E, time equals love, and just listening to them, blah, 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 blah. Like they have so much to say and so little people to listen to them. Just to shut my mouth and just listen, 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 listen. And that's all we do, Mohammed and I, is now we listen because they don't care what we have to say, by the way. <laughs> hey, Melanie. I love Anna. She writes for uh, her role as a godmother, uh, a 
optimal performance is to be a good example and a positive influence for her. I love it. Thank you, Anna. So now you will see that you, your vision and your goals will address each of your role because it's so easy to focus your mission statement because everything we talked about in the last weeks, it was about our mission statement. So it's really easy to focus your mission, mission statement too heavily on one area of your life and neglect the other. So you may accidentally make a mission statement too centered on your work accomplishment and lose the balance in your goal that reflects a balanced life and your roles and goals won't reflect what's important for you. So now that you have identified your role and what is your optimal performance for each of that role, now you can think about your goals because it will be surround about, uh, around your mission. So goals are what give your mission statement momentum. So think of your goals that you have in the past. Did your success have anything to do with your mission? Chances are, if the goal wasn't connected to something important with your mission, it didn't get done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so take a few minutes and review your mission statement. Don't worry if it's still a rough draft of the last podcast, we talked about it. <laughs> so now you can create three long-term goals that support your mission. And if you haven't created your personal statement yet, so be mindful to set these goals with a general focus on what's important to you in the long-term and the roles and goals will work together. So now that we'll have a list of your roles and goals to accomplish, in the next week or maybe in the next month, now start scheduling them in your calendar. So you will see the overview just like Nahia told us about. The, do not say what is your priority, but show me your calendar. So you will see exactly what is your priority and how you will place your time because you know your roles, you know what is your optimal for performance for each role and you know your goals related uh, with your mission statement. So that's the, the mission for this weekend is to really go in and write your roles because I know in a podcast of 20 minutes, 30 minutes, you don't have the time to <laughs> reflect on this. So it's your mission for this weekend is to work on that. Thank you. So define, start with your priorities. What are your priorities? I, I honestly go with your top three. Be, begin very simple, actually one, even maybe. Okay. Uh, then define your role and your goal in that role. Because to be successful, you have to know who you are. You, nobody, nobody, nobody reaches financial freedom. Like literally, Monique, I want to bring you to presidential director. I want to bring you to a million dollar earner. I cannot take you there if you don't know who you are. No matter how talented you are, no matter how, perform, how much of a performer you are, you will always do this when you don't know who you are. It's, it's, it's a very scientific expression. I hope you're able to write it down. Bingity bongity, bingity bongity, bingity bongity, bingity bongity. I mean, how scientific is that? Actually, very. 
You can watch people performing, and this is what they do. But you're going to get an athlete like Michael Phelps. It's a performance year after year after year because he knows who he is. He knows his priority is to be an example for the United States of America as the champion swimmer of the world. He knows his role. He knows his goal to get all the gold medals and break all the records. So for years and years and years, it belongs to the U.S. of A, right? Other athletes that can be more talented than him cannot achieve that level of performance if they don't know who you are. Knowing who you are and where you fit in other people's lives, okay, will help you establish goals in your personal and professional life. Again, I come to this example. One of my directors, something happens, she says, oh, no, I won't go because I feel guilty that if I go, I'm going to abandon my children. Clearly, she doesn't know who she is because our business before we abandoned our children seven days a week. <laughs> and now we're always with, we're always at home. You, you understand? Know who you are, knowing who you are and where you fit. Okay. Help will help you establish in your personal and professional life balance and never a feeling of, of feeling guilty. So once again, the roles and goals are a huge part of developing and understanding your principle-centered paradigm. If my center is my children, I will be disappointed. If my center is my husband, I will be disappointed. If the center is my work, I will be disappointed. It's got to be principle-centered. When you have a list of roles and goals to accomplish in the next week, start scheduling them right away. Open that agenda and it has to reflect it. If your goals involve other people, by the way, make sure that all parties understand my husband, my children, my co-workers, my directors, all parties must, must understand my roles and my goals because unclear expectation creates misunderstanding, creates frustration, creates disappointment, creates tension. Clearly state your expectation, your goals, and your outcomes instead of assuming because when we assume, we make an ass out of you and me, okay, instead of assuming that you guys got this, okay? We don't assume. We make it clear. Thank you very much for joining us. If you enjoyed, please share. And please promise me, raise your hands. Please promise me you're going to figure out your roles and your goals, okay? I mean, clearly. And I want you to bring it home the second half of the year twenty. 21, but you cannot bring it home if it's not clear who you are and what your role is in this life. Okay. Love you guys. Bye-bye everyone. Melanie, I'll see you at nine. Five. Bye, Monique. Thank you. Have great team meetings.